scripture reading today comes from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. Here are these words of scripture. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? Jesus replied, it is not for you to know the times or the periods that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, and in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing upward towards heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them, They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. May the Lord bless the reading of these holy words. Thank you, Tim. This pandemic has made me into a crazy plant lady. Last year, I put a few vegetable plants into my side flower bed, and I loved watching everything grow and eating the literal fruit of my labors with the cucumbers and the tomatoes and the banana peppers. And so this year, in March, I took took it a step further and I began my vegetables from seeds. I got the soil and the little greenhouses and the grow lights and everything I needed to make those tiny little seeds sprout and grow. I I, I watered and I watched and I waited. And within a week, I had tiny little plant sprouts and it was so exciting. Every morning I would come down, I would check on my little sprouts, and then throughout the day I would go and talk to them and tell them how proud of them I was for how they were growing so strong. And then as they got bigger, I took the greenhouse tops off and I moved them under the grow lights for a few hours every day. It was lovely. And then I transplanted them into larger plant, pots when they got too big to grow in their tiny little plant cells, and then I put them in the front window so they would get as much sun as possible. And then everything was going wonderfully until this past week. It had been so cool outside that these past few weeks that I hadn't put my plants outside like I did for a few days when it was really, really nice in March. 
And then we got those really nice days just this past week, warm and sunny. And so I rushed all of my plants outside. And they were big enough, and they were ready for it so that they could soak up as much sun as they possibly could. And I made sure to give them plenty of water, but I underestimated the strength of the sun's rays. After that first day in the bright May sun, I noticed some white spots on the leaves. And I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. And I'll, I'll make sure to give them more water tomorrow. And then when I brought them in the second day, it hit me. I had sunburned or sun-scorched my plants. After all of that, all of that work and that patience and that growing, I might lose all of my beautiful little seedlings. I was just trying to help them grow. I wanted them to get the sunlight and the nutrients that they needed and to get used to being outside so I could finally plant them in the ground. And I had one plant that had a blossom on it, and it already had a tiny little cucumber on it, and so I knew it needed to go in the ground right away. And, but in that excitement, I was impatient, and I didn't go slowly enough with keeping them outside. And I felt this same sense of urgency in many other areas of my life as well. The world is opening up as we get little bits of, of normalcy or things feeling like they're, they're finally coming into this new normal, then we get this itch to, okay, let's just go. Let's just, let's just do this and get our whole lives back to the way that we want it and put this pandemic finally completely behind us. We're going to start worshiping in person next week, and it's going to be the most wonderful thing to see everyone and to have this huge family reunion. And there's all of these things to do in order to get ready and to make sure that the place is, is safe and, and that we're, we're doing everything that we can to welcome you and to be ready for that day. I've got to get my plants in the ground. We've got to get life back to normal. We have to get all the things ready now. And then I read today's scripture to prepare for this weekend. And verse 4 really stuck out at me. It says, While Jesus was with them, with the disciples, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise, which he said, You have heard me speak about. And then verse 5 goes on to say, For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. Jesus had died, had been resurrected, and had been with his disciples for 40 days, telling them about the kingdom of God, preparing them for life without him there by their side. And Jenny and I were talking about this scripture, and she reminded me that in the Bible, when we see the number 40 with 40 days that doesn't literally mean 40, 24-hour periods. It means a long time, or as long as it takes. So Jesus had been with the disciples for a long time, teaching them, preparing them, and they were ready to go. 
They wanted to get out into the world to tell everyone about the hope that is found in Jesus, to tell the world the good news. They wanted to transform the world through Jesus. And the disciples said to Jesus, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom of Is- to Israel now? And Jesus, with all of his wisdom, responds, it is not for you to know times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit has come on you. And then you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Jesus reiterates to the disciples, you will receive the Holy Spirit. You will go out and be my witnesses to the whole world. But just wait a minute. Wait here. It's going to be a few days. Be patient. The Holy Spirit will come. This will happen, but it's by God's time. Don't worry about the timeline. So for me, this scripture was a very important and a necessary and very timely reminder that good things take time. We get so excited and even impatient when we see something good happening, and we, would, we just want to help it get better, and we just want to do more. But here Jesus reminds his disciples, he reminds us that, that God's got this. God has God's own timeline. Here, I I hear Jesus saying here, trust in God. The timetable isn't for you to worry about, but know that it's going to happen just as it's supposed to and when it's supposed to. Take a deep breath and relax. So whatever it is in our lives, whether it's gardening or rushing back to a new normal after the holy disturbance of this past over a year, or getting a hood inspection on your new restaurant, or getting done with this school year. Hear this reminder. God's got this. Take a deep breath, trust God, and know that you are in excellent hands. This is a reminder for me as well. Because God is the one who created us. God knit us together in our mother's womb. And God watched over every cell being made and still watches over every cell being made in our bodies. And God knows what we need. I moved my plants to the back of my house where they could have some some shade underneath a tree so the sunlight wasn't as strong. And now I just need to be patient and to let God do God's work of healing and growing them again. I'll plant them in the garden soon, but right now it's important to wait, to recognize the good work that is already happening where they are, that the healing and the growth is happening even if I can't see it right now. The rest of the world we know is, is this rush, 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 go, 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 do, do, do. But the kingdom of God, thankfully, is different. God is saying to us, hold on. Just wait a second. Just open your eyes right where you are. 
see that God's kingdom, my kingdom, God says, is present around you right now. I am here with you, God says, and I will be with you for as long as it takes. Thanks be to God. Amen. This morning, I invite you to share your joys and concerns with us. It's a way that we can be connected while we are yet physically apart, and we can support one another throughout the week. You can do that on Facebook, on the comments, just know that it's on the internet for everyone to see, and then you can also email them to prayer, oh, I forgot it. It's prayer at brexelumc.com, or just go to the website, and there is a button to click on that as well. And with that, I invite you to prepare your hearts for prayer with this song. cracks me up and I just want to acknowledge that the camera is slow on the Sunday when we're talking about patience so it just seems fitting right I do want to reiterate our new worship times next week we will have an 8:30 service in person outside on the lawn um, at yeah, at 8.30, and um, we will have Holy Communion, so you can bring your elements, or we will have um, the little um, communion elements for you, and also please, um, where you can bring, wear your masks, bring your chairs for that service, and then also um, we'll have a 10 o'clock service next Sunday. We will not 
have a nine o'clock service. If you tune in at nine, there won't be anything. So come at 10, and at 10 o'clock, we'll have an in-person indoor service as well as an online service at 10 o'clock. And you can um, wear your mask, please, and also um, the ushers will be here to help direct you. We still need some ushers for the 10 o'clock service, so if you can help us out, um, we would love that, and you can contact the office for that. Um, I do also want to pray for um, our, our, our brothers and sisters, our siblings over in Israel-Palestine and everything that is going on there as well. And um, we do have a few prayers that are coming through um, on Facebook. And Mark asked for prayers for Emily, who is having surgery on Thursday. Shelly asked for prayers for Caro, who is healing from foot surgery. And Janet asked for prayers for the family and friends of Brenda Lee Simmons, whose battle ended on April 30th. Yes, prayers for them. And prayers for Greg, who is in hospice care. That's from Elizabeth. And Jason asked for prayers for his friend's daughter, who is diagnosed with leukemia. Brenda asked for prayers for our brothers and sisters in India who have been so affected by COVID. And then prayers for all affected from the conflict and the mounting unrest in the Middle East. Gail asked for prayers for healing for John and Carol and Glenn. And Sharon says, thanks for all the prayers for Matthew's procedure. It went well and he is feeling better. And then prayers for her as safe travels um, back to Cleveland. And then Hayden wants to share a prayer of thanksgiving that teens can now get the COVID vaccine. Yes. Jen says, prayers of thanksgiving for this beautiful day and for slow-moving cameras. Yes, God has a sense of humor. It is so true. And then Stephanie says, prayers for all who approach this new week. Prayers for all who make this wonderful service happen. Yes, we do have Paul who is joining us up in the sound booth now. So we're excited to have him back with us. It's just so fun to see old faces again and it's like they're brand new. It's like a, a, a wonderful surprise. And then Shelly asks prayers for all of you and how you have continued to bring us worship. It really is, when we think about where we were a year ago um, and where we are now, where we started off and where we are now, it really is, um, well, it's one of Jesus's miracles, I think, right? So with that, let us go to our Lord in prayer. Beloved God, we are so very fortunate to be gathered together this morning to hear the good news of your promised spirit of truth that is with us. We celebrate that we are a community of people who are each at a different point on our faith journey, each seeking your healing love and mercy. And we are called to be witnesses to the good news of Jesus, who showed us so beautifully and authentically God's deep love for each one of us. But God, there are those for whom this good news seems a distant hope or experience, and they struggle with the difficulties of everyday living with addictions and illness and alienation. 
God, help us to bring the good news to them in gentle kindness and in compassionate understanding. Let our actions and attitudes reflect all that Jesus has taught us. For just a moment, we take a deep breath and we remember those we love whom struggle. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We ask for your healing mercies on all whom we have mentioned by voice and lifted up in prayer in our hearts. And we also ask for healing in our own lives, that you might keep our hearts open to your love and help us to be your witnesses of mercy and hope wherever you place us. We pray all of these things in the beautiful name of Jesus as we pray the prayer that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. It is such a good thing to be worshiping together, and I pray that you have a beautiful week, that you can see God's kingdom already blooming around you. As you go from this time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Have a great week. God, we gather as your people to raise our song above, and we dare to claim the promise of your love. Though the day yet be here, we trust it soon will be when your children will be free. Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome in God. We all belong, may that welcome be our song. Oh, we sing for all the children that one day they be free, and we sing for generations yet to be, that they never have a reason to doubt that they are blessed. May they in your love find rest. Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong. May that welcome be our song.
such shores by fear and shame, so afraid of who they are and whom they love. May the message now be banished that your love is for the few. May their faith in you church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome. In God we all belong. May that welcome be our song. God, we're working for the future when children far and wide can with dignity and pride. As they grow in strength and stature, may they join us hand in hand as against all hate we stand. Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside.